0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We are thrilled to have you back here for another episode. Me and Maddie are excited to get into all that we have for you today. And as usual, I'm going to let Maddie start us off with all of our new stuff that we've been doing. We have pretty much stayed the same, I guess, since...
1: Yeah, not much has happened.
0: Yeah. it Really. I mean, except for... Like parlor stuff down, that we posted and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna let her update us on all the stuff.
1: Okay, so uh, parlor is still down. Unfortunately, I think I just saw something that it'll be about a month now mm-hmm. before they get it back up. So that's nice. We are still very sad about that and yeah. are so ready for them to get it back up. But as of right now, we're doing a lot of stuff on Telegram. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much every day, mm-hmm. almost. We've been pretty consistent for the past few days. We're not saying that there's going to be a new post every single day. It's just kind of, you know, there's been a lot of stuff happening recently, obviously, so yeah. we've been putting out some stuff about that. And Not tons of people are on Telegram or right. anything, which I get that. Telegram is pretty new. I know that some people don't like getting brand new platforms, which is understandable, but right, Telegram has been pretty easy to use so far. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a messenger thing-ish, except for you can have tons of people on it, and then you can comment Yeah, if you want we've to. Enabled the and then on our blog, we've been doing new blog posts mm-hmm. every Thursday, obviously. Our latest one was from this past Thursday called Power of the Patriot. And definitely a really good one for everything that's been going on lately. Uh, it kind of spoke to the inauguration a little bit, and just kind of what is going to happen from here, what uh, steps we need to take to be prepared for what's going to happen, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And then what else? What else? What else? We're hoping to get a vlog up very, very soon. I know I said that a couple weeks ago, but we're trying, this, guys. It is very, very difficult
0: Mm -hmm. it's more difficult than we thought which why do why do we not expect that i don't know
1: well i did expect it to be difficult but we just want to produce something really really good for you guys to watch for our first video for people who maybe haven't been exposed to our ministry before we want to leave a good impression with our first video but we do have daily dragons and love jesus make your bed up on our rumble channel if Mm -hmm. you want to go and watch those
0: yeah on Rumble. I've gotten a couple questions about how to get Rumble, obviously, because it's a platform that not a lot of people are on yet. And so it's basically like YouTube, except they don't censor and they don't care what you put on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously not like inappropriate content or, you know, graphic stuff or anything like that. They will take that down, but not, they're not going to censor you if you say 45's name or... You know what I'm saying. They're not going to censor, and so we chose to go with that. But all you have to do is um, if you have a 13 plus or however you say that, 13 or up update, how do you say that? Like the 13.0. Yeah, right.
1: uh, 13.1, you know, all those updates that – which those have actually come out pretty recently. I think my phone is on like a 14.2, but uh, I've shut off my automatic updates, which you should definitely do too because – Apparently, Apple's going to take the emergency broadcasting system off of our phones if you let the new update go through. Obviously, this makes me so mad. I have shut off my automatic updates because I don't want them updating my phone without me looking into the update, making sure that I want it, Mm -hmm. because that was on. Like, my phone was just updating automatically, which I'm sure many, many people's phones do right. because I think that that is automatically turned on when you set up your phone yeah. just because they don't want you to get super behind on updates. Mm-hmm. But Apple doesn't care if you have your uh, automatic update thing turned off. They don't care because my phone has been updating automatically, which I'm very mad about, but it takes longer. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just frustrating.
0: But anyway, if you have a <laughs> I don't 13. even know how we started talking about that. update at least, then yeah. you can download their app. They're working on getting it available for like all kinds of, you know, updates no matter where you are for older phones and stuff, but you can just go to your web browser, whatever you use to, you know, Google stuff or whatever, and then just look up Rumble and you can still create an account, still subscribe to our channel Mm -hmm. straight from your web browser. I'm not sure. I think that they will then send you email updates if we upload something. I think that that's how that works. Um, But to be honest, we're still so new on that channel and stuff that we have not figured it all out. So that's as far, that's like our basic knowledge.
1: Well, yeah, you wouldn't have gotten an update yet just because we haven't posted anything. So if you are already subscribed to our channel and you're concerned that you're not getting updates, totally fine because we haven't posted anything new in the past couple weeks. Yeah, exactly. So that is, I mean, if we start posting our vlog, well, when we start posting Mm -hmm. our vlogs, not if. Uh, when we start posting our vlogs and you're not getting notifications, then that's an issue. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's get into today <laughs> and what we want to talk about. We have a really good verse that has been working on Maddie and I the past um, couple of days and actually not even just the past couple of days because I did this for a Bible study lesson it's been a couple a of months ago. I want to say in October, I probably did the Bible study lesson. Yeah, I think probably. so. And it's been a few months. It's it was just something that Maddie and I were like, Yeah, we need to write that down as a podcast episode idea because it's something that a lot of Christians need to be reminded of, something that I think we all can take heed to in this time of craziness, right? I mean, there's just total craziness in the world. We're hearing, like I said earlier, things are changing every twenty minutes and so what's true, what's false, who can we believe, you know, we've been through this before, but we just want to read this verse to you and then have um, a discussion about it. So it's 2 Timothy chapter 4 and I'm going to read verses 1 through 5. So here's what it says. I solemnly charge you before God and Christ Jesus who is going to judge the living and the dead and because of his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Rebuke, correct, and encourage with great patience and teaching. For the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine, but according to their own desires will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. They will turn away from hearing the truth and will turn aside to miss. But as for you, exercise self-control in everything. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist fulfill your ministry. I think that this is a really great passage that we can dig into. There's so much here, pretty obvious as far as what he's telling us to do as believers, right? Mm -hmm. He's telling us that we will experience this one day where people will not uh, tolerate sound doctrine. They're just not going to listen to it. They will just find and seek out people who will tell them what they want to hear and make them feel good right? Mm -hmm. And then he tells us that, uh, that's not good. Turn, like, they will turn away from the truth, but you can't do that, right? As for you, you have to have self-control in every single thing you Mm -hmm. do. And then he goes on to list some other things that we'll talk about here in a minute. He mentions hardship, um, being an evangelist and continuing in that. And then he ends it with a very powerful, um, with a very powerful reminder, he says, fulfill your ministry. And I want to talk about that a little bit. And I know Maddie has some good thoughts on this and how we can practically fulfill our ministry because everybody's ministries are different, right? We all mm-hmm. have the same, and I know I, I probably said this before on the podcast, we all have the same purpose Purpose, but we all have different callings Mm -hmm. and so our purpose is to know god and make him known sharing the gospel doing the work of an evangelist like he's saying in this passage that applies to every single believer no matter what no matter where you are in the world right every single person whether you're a believer or not that's where you
1: find your fulfillment because that's what you were created to do we all have the same we're all created for the same reason right to serve god And to uh, know
0: him and make God known. I think that that is something that we need to focus on a lot more, okay? I mean, you guys have heard it. In the world, there are so many people that get confused with their purpose, right? They think that they have to seek out, well, like my career and what I am made to do, uh, as far as that goes, obviously, that's my purpose, right? And I think that we get that totally mixed up. So I think that we need to really zone in on, okay, our purpose is to know God and make him known, and then our callings are different. So Maddie and I, our calling is to work with teen girls. That's why we started The Few with Bible study and all of that stuff, and to really be able to pour into them and help them to get serious about their walk with Jesus, which in turn encourages us to do the same.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: uh, that is our calling, right? We're called to that. You may not be called to that. Um, I always thought when I was young, younger, like if I went into ministry, I always said like, I do not want to get up and talk to people like on stage, you know, I don't want to have speaking events. I don't want anything. And now look at, you know, what we're doing. We're being invited to different youth groups, different churches, different things like that, more with family ministry. But, you know, as far as that goes, we're being invited into places and we're not even asking for it. And the Holy Spirit is using that um, to kind of, encourage us in our callings, right? Mm-hmm. I never said that that would be a part of my calling. I didn't want that because that makes me nervous. It makes me all like... really trying to ah. decide her
1: calling right over here I'm for trying, herself.
0: I'm trying to like, you know, tell Jesus She's what I want to do. her calling. <laughs> but I think that we get that confused so often of, well, my purpose is I want to, um I want to, what's a job? Like, I don't know. I want to work at a bank, right? That's my calling or whatever. I don't know. And then... We make that like our purpose too. We merge the two. And I think we can like use that. Like that's the only way that the Lord is going to use you. Right. And it's so not, you know, like mm-hmm. those, our purpose is to know him and make him known applies to everybody. And then your calling is what he has placed in you, like where he wants you to be. And I think that a lot of times we think, like I just said, that we can uh, decide what our callings are, but in reality, we don't. We just get to decide whether we're going to walk it out or not.
1: Yeah. Uh, I really love this verse because it's really, really true mm-hmm. right now, especially I feel like in the past few months with all of the different things that have been going on in America specifically, but all across the world, really, especially mm-hmm. with COVID and, you know, all that stuff. Everybody has different opinions about that and everybody has different opinions about the election and... All this different stuff. And everybody obviously knows where we stand because we've talked about these things before. But Mm -hmm. I think that now more than ever, we really need to focus on what Paul is telling us here, evangelism, fulfilling your ministry, Mm -hmm. endurance, uh, not being so focused on the things of this world that you aren't fulfilling your ministry and you aren't doing what you were made to do Mm -hmm. and be an evangelist and spread god's word i know that that's a big cliche these days kind of we don't take very seriously but i think that as of late everyone has gotten so caught up with the worldly things Mm -hmm. and acting like that's our purpose to influence these things and even me and lily have gotten caught up in that a little bit you know we've really been diving into the political stuff lately on the podcast just here at home with our family and friends and stuff and so it's so easy to get wrapped up in the worldly stuff and I'm not saying that this stuff doesn't matter because it definitely does and we definitely need to be speaking out about this this is why me and Lily have Mm -hmm. been talking about it on the podcast on the blog all that different stuff because like
0: we said I'm gonna interrupt you real quick because like we said with dad's uh and with dad you know the episode that we did with Mm -hmm. him this all goes back to our relationship with Jesus Mm -hmm. for fellowship, church, your Bible, all this stuff. That's why we get involved in certain things like that. Now, obviously there are different worldly things. (laughs) I feel like maybe this is just me. I kind of make my own scale on like worldly things that I think, okay, it's good to get into this a little more. Um, But it really takes maturity to be able to like I don't want to say dabble in worldly things, but to get involved. um, To influence influence. others about those things. Because of where you stand spiritually. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Like you get involved in politics or you get involved in sports, but it has to be because of your relationship with Jesus. It can't just be, oh, well, I want to play this sport, so I'm going to get involved. Or I like to get, you know, all fired up about politics and, you know, sound smarter than everybody else. So I'm going to do this because I want that in my life. That is not a good reasoning to get involved in that stuff. And you're not fulfilling your ministry if you're doing it in that way.
1: Yeah. And but think, it's also... Which
0: wh- went back to what you were saying yeah, about that. Yeah. You know.
1: Um, the reason that these things need to be discussed and stuff is because the worldly stuff affects the spiritual stuff. Exactly. And the spiritual stuff needs to affect the worldly stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there is a line that needs to be drawn there Absolutely. where you're either obsessed with the worldly stuff or you're obsessed with the spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, it's that you're obsessed with the spiritual stuff so that flows into your worldview. Exactly. And what you're doing in the world, what you're talking about in the world. Right. So, I think that one mistake that Christians have been making recently has been we form our little friend groups. And mm-hmm. we form our little, you know, uh, Bible studies or whatever where we only talk about, like, the worldly stuff. You find all these other people that believe the exact same thing as you, Mm -hmm. and then you all get together and you just talk about that one thing. Right. You don't challenge yourself to look at someone else's worldview and say, okay, here's where that's good, here's where that's bad. Right. I'm not too sure about this part. You know, examining other people's worldview because it's Mm -hmm. so easy to get caught up in your own that you just find the other people who think exactly like you, who believe the Mm -hmm. same things as you. And then what ministry do you have really? Because you Mm -hmm. don't get to influence anyone else in that uh, worldview that you believe is correct. And Mm -hmm. honestly, that's a fine line to be drawn there too, is that you're making sure that your worldview is something that the Lord has laid on your heart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's not something that you've just come up with or that sounds the best in these three choices, Mm -hmm. I like that one the best, you know? Right. It's something that you've prayed about, that you've studied, that you've researched, Mm -hmm. not just something that, you know, Mm -hmm. you just came up with real fast. (laughs) On your own. Um, Yeah.
0: Well, it's funny that you brought that up because I'm actually taking a philosophy class, right? And I don't know if I've said that yet. Uh, So I took government and you guys have obviously heard a lot about that because I wrote a lot of stuff, blog posts around that and Mm -hmm. everything. And that is kind of, Obviously, like filtered into podcast episodes and the things that we're talking about. But for this semester, I'm taking a philosophy class and um, I'm on my second week this week. And for our first week, we had to examine our worldview and Mm -hmm. we had to really dig into it. And uh, my textbook that I'm going through was like the very first chapter explains how every single one of us has a worldview, whether we like it or not. Like, it doesn't matter. You have a worldview and you can either choose not to think about it and just, you know, oh, whatever, not a big deal, right? I believe what I believe. But that's still work, you know, like it's it's work to think about your worldview and it's work not to think about it. Yeah, because you have a worldview. And so I think that Cause it's you just so automatically have judgments about exactly. everything and that is based off of your worldview. Right. And if you don't think about that, like I know it's hard work and I've heard a lot of people say that and I guess I didn't really understand it before. You know, I was really digging into it last week that, wow, everybody has a worldview and like some actually choose to take their beliefs and look at it and discern what's right and wrong and, you know, take out the bad stuff, take out the things that, you know, the world has kind of tricked them into thinking that may not be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's right, what's wrong, according to the word of God. And then there are others who choose, and I'm talking about Christians right now, right? We, yeah. we some choose to look at their worldview and some don't. And things that we automatically do, we automatically say, In turn, it goes back to what we truly believe, what our worldview is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that goes back to what Paul is saying here is that you need to preach the word, be ready in and out of season, rebuke, correct, encourage with great patience and teaching for the time will come when people do not tolerate And I think that that is a huge word, right? Tolerance in our culture today in 2021 and it started in 2020, in my opinion, like becoming really obvious that people are not tolerating the truth anymore. Mm -hmm. Like they want to block it out. They don't want to hear it anymore. It's like, I am so done with that. I just create my own truth. I can, you know, have a little bit of this and have a little bit of that and call myself a good person, check, check, you know, and and it's our... If you oh, don't truth. call
1: me a good person, then exactly. you're
0: the bad guy. and Then I'll burn yes. down your
1: business. Yeah. Right? And I guess that's kind of what I was – I don't know. I really don't know what I'm trying to get at in this episode. I'm all over the place. But I think that that's a really good point. Well, yeah, that's where I started off the first time. Yeah. Is tolerance – has become a big thing, especially in 2020, like you said, with, you know, masks. Are you going to stay home? Are you going to wear a mask everywhere? Uh, Are you going to vote for Biden or are you going to vote for Trump? Are you going to do this or are you going to do that? Are you going to listen to the government or are you not going to listen to the government since it's tyranny? Like, you know, what are you going to do constantly? And it's all about how you have to tolerate what I do, but, you know... I don't really want to tolerate what you do. You know, it's like a one-way street. Mm -hmm. It's like we as Christians are expected to tolerate everything that the world does. But the moment that we challenge it, no one will tolerate us. Yeah. Like, you know, well, heaven forbid, let's go burn down your church or put graffiti on your pulpit. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I just heard about that. Someone did that. Well, it was a couple months ago. Yeah, someone broke into a church. Some Antifa people broke into a church and put spray paint all over the pulpit and oh on goodness. the carpet and you know all over the place. They still have like church because on Sunday, they were- which is great. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah, with the graffiti there, you know, That's who cares. Awesome. But I think that oh, there's just so much we could get into right I here because I don't want to make it with too the deep. tolerance thing, like you know. Let's use Black Lives Matter as an example. I know that we've talked about that a lot before. Uh, we are supposed to tolerate everything that Black Lives Matter does. But the second that Republicans have a an actual mainly peaceful protest at the Capitol right. where Antifa people infiltrated exactly. that protest, want to make that clear, then, oh my goodness. Like, we are literally trying to to destroy the foundation Foundation. of our country by trying to tear down the capital (laughs) and oh my goodness it was like nails on a chalkboard yeah because a protest mainly an actual mainly peaceful protest and apparently we're trying to destroy the foundation of our country Mm -hmm. so obviously tolerance is this super weird thing right now like what is tolerance what are we going to tolerate and what are we not going to tolerate because we're supposed to tolerate uh black lives matter calling all white people white supremacists Mm -hmm. like i'm not a white supremacist lily's not a white Mm -mm. supremacist like i love black people right you know like i have friends who are black Mm -hmm. Uh, oh my gosh it's just infuriating because we're supposed to tolerate everything that you do but Mm -hmm. then once we stand up for something and we have a protest
0: then they it's were, you, know, you know we're
1: destroying our we're nation. A mob. We're a mob. Yes, even though we're not you know burning flags. Saw a video of that the other yesterday, yeah, the, of Antifa so cool. people in Seattle burning an American flag.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And they like did something to a Starbucks and an Amazon. Honestly, place and you know whatever that's okay.
1: Take down names on store. Yeah. If Take you down go Starbucks. To Starbucks.
0: Stop it now. Honestly. Please. Never mind. Okay. Well, how did we get I into medical things at all? Okay. Let's get back to this last part, which kind of goes what we were just talking about. People will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. I um, My favorite book, and I know I've said this before, is To Kill a Mockingbird, and I could read it over and over and over again. have you read
1: it twice already and then mom
0: told you not to read it yeah, again because, because she needed to read something new? <laughs> um, anyway, the main character in there uh, is a father who's trying to teach his two kids like what courage is, how to defend someone, how to defend what you know is right, even though you might not win, Mm -hmm. even though you might not win in the world's eyes, how to still do that. And so he's teaching them this meaning of courage and stuff. And he had a quote in the book that I thought really went with this verse. It says people, uh, this is by the main character, his name's Atticus. He said, people generally see what they look for and hear what they listen for. And I felt like this is really something that We can do so many times in church as believers as a whole. We get into this place where we just hear what we want to listen for. We just see what we want to see. And then we ignore the the rest of it because we don't want to talk about it or we don't have a way to defend it because it's probably not right, you know? And uh, we can do that so often. And I just want to encourage you guys as we wrap up this episode here that We need to be people who are open-minded and who test every single thing that we see and that we hear nowadays because there's so much deception. There is so much evil lurking around us every single day at your workplace at your school like teens if you're listening to this please please be on guard spiritually because there is so much deception Mm -hmm. there's so many people out there in the world and I hate to say it but there are so many teachers um people kid like I really don't know how parents are still sending their kids to public school after seeing what they are teaching kids like they want to remove to kill a mockingbird from uh the book list that kids can read in school and stuff like they just want to totally you know get rid of it because it's a racist or whatever that is the most non-racist thing that we could ever read like Mm -hmm. that shows That literally fights against racism that's really what you should be reading Mm -hmm. if you want to
1: prevent racism
0: right so it just infuriates me sometimes like oh man I think that we just need to be an open-minded people. We need to be a people that test every single thing that we see and hear. Because if we don't, then we're not preaching the word. We're not, and, and I love how it says be ready in and out of season. Mm-hmm. In and out of season, what does that mean? All the time. Like, mm-hmm. don't take a break. You need to be discerning what the enemy is doing and how you can stop him at every single moment in your life. When you just said uh,
1: that we need to be open-minded, I definitely agree with that, but uh, I think that there's a fine line to walk when you are open to learning about all these different things. Uh, I think G.K. Chesterton is the one that said, uh, don't be so open-minded that all your brains fall out, and I think that that is such a good point that he makes there, is that like Lily said, you need to test everything. Don't just be so open-minded that like, oh, there's a Black Lives Matter protest yeah. where I live. Right. Oh, let's go to that because, yeah, Black lives do matter. No, maybe you should research a little bit before you go and do that. Um, You know, there's this really fine line to walk when you are being open-minded and you are not... Um,
0: it's not to the I meant open minded in a way like you're not going to be deceived by evil. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um. But you're, or you're
1: not going to be prejudiced against someone. Exactly. Or something. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I think that that's a good point to make. Is that it is good to be open minded because you may be wrong
0: mm-hmm.
1: and someone else may be right. And I'm not saying that that's the case every single time mm-hmm. that you should always just you know flip flop between beliefs. Mm-hmm just because you hear something that sounds a little bit better than what you believe in.
0: But understand worldviews. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Understand different worldviews and test your own. Because like we just said earlier, you have one. Whether you think you do or not, you have a worldview, and it is shaping who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. It is shaping your relationship with Christ. And when it starts to do that, if it's not a good worldview, if it's not a spiritual worldview, if it's not the worldview that Jesus wants you to have— then some things need to be cut out, you know, and there are some uh, things that need to be done. And that only happens when we're willing to evaluate our Mm worldviews, when we're actually willing to take a look at it and look at what we believe.
1: We found the quote. Uh okay, so Ben Carson said, "If someone asks about your educational background, proclaim boldly that church is my college, heaven is my university, Father God is my counselor, Jesus is my principal, Holy Spirit is my teacher, angels are my classmates, Bible is my textbook, temptations are my exams, overcoming Satan is my hobby, winning souls for God is my assignment, receiving eternity is my degree." praise and worship are my slogan. If you are a child of God, bless you. That is a good quote. Mm-hmm. I hadn't read that before, but that is something that everybody should keep in mind, I mm-hmm. think.
0: And something that I think goes back to what are, what we're saying with this verse, you know, that be ready in and out of season. We need to be people who are willing to to tolerate sound doctrine. Even if it convicts us a little bit, Mm -hmm. even if it challenges us, even if you have to change your worldview, exactly. And I love that that should be our worldview. Mm -hmm. That should be an example of the things that we believe in our mindset that we have every single day. When you're going to work, when you're going to school, when you're at home with your family, when you when you're hanging out with friends, this should be your worldview. That this is my assignment. This is how I'm going to live every single day of my life, and that is who I am like down to my core you know mm-hmm. um and I said this a couple weeks ago in Bible study about how Christianity is not something I do it's who I am and I think that that's something that every single one of us if we lived that way it would impact us in crazy ways it would impact like how we see people, how we talk to people, how we just live life every single day in the mundane things. We would see people and like we are a Christian. Like it's not just something i do, it's not just something that i go and i'm a part of on sunday mornings or you know whenever my bible study group meets or youth group comes around, it is every single day it's who i am, to my very core.
1: Okay. So I know that this episode wasn't too long. Not too long. We did a good job this We've been time. We've going long. Just keep this in mind. Not everything is true that you believe or that someone else believes. Make sure that you are testing everything that you hear. That you are praying about it, learning more and more about it, researching, studying different things, and that um, you really focus on being a Christian all the time that being a Christian is part of who you are. I like how you Mm -hmm. added that. I think that goes well with what we've talked about. So we're going to end in prayer. So let's pray. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this day and for this episode. And I pray that you would help each and every one of us to, not necessarily tolerate everything we hear, that we would test everything, and that we would research and study uh, all that we hear, and that we would truly trust you for our worldview, that we would really be asking you what we should believe in, and not just listening to what everyone else tells us. I pray that you would help us to be living out our faith every single day, uh, no matter who we're around. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode. We hope that it challenged you and what you believe. Make sure that you just live that way this week, that you're examining everything like Maddie just prayed. And that's what Jesus has called us to. And make sure one way that you can do that. Practical example here is that if you didn't open your Bible to 2 Timothy 4 here and read with us, When you can, open your Bible and read it. Make sure that you test what we even say in this episode so Mm -hmm. that you are seeing the Word of God for yourself and discerning those things for yourself as well. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys. (coughs)